Okay, we are live, live in living color. To most, it might be unexpected at this hour, but when you have something to come out with, you must get it out there. Lady Seven, London, UK, how are you? At this hour, you are looking absolutely gorgeous. You have been doing a lot behind the scenes, and you may not feel at your highest energy levels, but you do look well and you're glowing. Thank no. you. Thank you. you I tell Despite you, I'm so You're looking Sorry? well. Despite all that you have been going through, you're looking well. Thank you're holding you. Up. I appreciate. And likewise, you're looking very fresh considering the, the godly <laughs> hour that we're dealing with right now, early hours oh, of the morning. Oh. Yes, yes. Night hours. We're in the same Sorry? time zone. So right now it's around five ish. I think it is a little after five now since we started. But when you yeah. have something to do, I have to say you are a warrior and you're handling, you know, and you know that you must be special because when you have so many, it's like a football game, which, uh, you know, soccer, they call football, but American football, when you have the ball and you're running, the whole team, other team is running after you. You see what I mean? So you have something that they want and you have something they want to stop. So understand you are special or the world would not be, their world would not be coming after you so hard. So look at it that wow. way. When you put and it, it that happen. way, I don't know if I want to be special. <laughs> right, right. If this is special, this know, kind of special is more like a nightmare. Brother <laughs> Lance, this is more like a nightmare, I'm telling I you. I know. But, uh, you know, sometimes uh, situations happen for us mm -hmm. to be able to be the catalyst and the force yes. for good in the world. And yes. I'm going to, I'm going to basically look at it like that, you know, but today mm -hmm. I want to share, I want, first of all, I want to say thank you brother for all you have done and all you are doing for me say for many other great people that are participating on your platform. I watch the other people who do shows on your platform and I absolutely have to do a shout out to Ambience, all the other creators on your platform. I'm saying a massive shout out to all of you. And, you know, you, you're a special brother. You're a special brother because there's not many of our brothers doing what you're doing, you know, and, you know, you're paying it forward. You're inspiring a lot of people. You're bringing great content, important content, groundbreaking content to the people. And it's stuff that people need to know about. People need to hear about. People need to know what's going on in the world so i say salute to you brothers salute to you Thank and you. i just have so much gratitude and i feel gifted um, to be able to share on your platform so thank you thank you thank you that's my first thing i also want to say a, a massive thank you to all the wonderful people you know shout out to cm who's tuning in wow it's after 12 and you're here shout out to you shout out to all the people who've been watching 
and sharing the videos because you're keeping people alive right now because if it wasn't for all you people that are watching and sharing these videos these are the sort of things they try to bury yes. this is why my journey has been 20 years it's not 20 years because it hasn't been out there it's been 20 years through the judiciary through every aspect of power and you know law enforcement and it's still being buried because of the magnitude of this and today i want to share from another perspective i want to because for those people who tuned in you kind of got a handle of what's really going on but there's so much to this i mean i only scratched the surface the last time and it is why i've moved around so much i've moved so many times people and you i mean just... here alone i can't tell you i'm tired you can probably see it from my eyes i'm really tired my eyes are kind of red right now because i am tired um you know, a sister friend of mine, shout out to her, bless her soul. She basically came and got my stuff and she's in a small apartment. So she took my stuff and she put it in her bath. Can you believe it? She actually put my stuff in her bath so that I could move from where I was staying. And wow. shout out to all the brothers who's been looking out for me. There's some amazing kings out there who literally have bent over backwards and brother Lance is one of them, you know, um, who have saved the day, you know, they've basically been looking out for my safety, my security and, you know, lining up safe places for me to go to. And so I just feel so much gratitude, you know, um, it's a situation whereby because of the magnitude and I want to share so much with you today, so it's going to be a long one probably. <laughs> yeah, no problem. So, Just allow me to interject one thing. As you can see, CM at the bottom says, how can we donate to her? I'm going to flash the banner across the screen that we made that has the actual cash app across, which is uh, a pound lady seven uk that is a cash app if you right. want to donate directly to her across the top it's pound lady seven uk and i will put that intermittently in the chat room and post it up so you can see Thank that it's you. very it, whatever you can if it's not a million dollars it's okay you know <laughs> not say dollars but pounds whatever you can share is fine whatever just make you know it, it's better to see okay say for example you got a hundred pounds okay it's better to see a hundred pounds from 25 different people adding up to a hundred pounds than just one because then she'll see the support even though each person gave less let us see how many even if it's just one pound of course we want to do the most but I'm asking. I never ask for myself. I'm asking for her. If you love Thank me and appreciate you. me, please do for her. Because she's in a, in a situation that is very traumatic. You see what I mean? I'm strong. I'm okay. Do it for me. It's for her. I never ask for myself, but I'm asking you all if you can help. Every bit counts. Thank you, brother. 
Let me just put it this way, people, um, and this is why it's important for me to share. I never ask for anything. I've been busting my ass for like 20 years. I've mm -hmm. never received one penny in any form of wages from all the billions of pounds I've made. I've not received one penny. Right. I have received hell on earth for the fact that they have you know, stolen my shows. And it's what people have to get is that these people perceive me as their property. They perceive me as their property. Today, I, I've only been here like a day and already there were people outside taking pictures, um, scoping out where I, I'm living. And I just, I've seen it so many times now. And it's mm -hmm. a situation where these people, they don't leave you alone because they think that you're their property. And so it is, it is a slave trade. You know, they've made lots and lots of money. You think, okay, they've made lots of money. Um, why don't they just pay her and leave her alone? Why don't they credit her? Or even if they don't want to pay, why don't, they, why don't they leave me alone? It's because they perceive me as property. And basically, their agenda is to ensure that they squeeze every life out of me, keep me homeless, keep me in destitution while they literally suck off the life of me. They're parasites. They're yes. leeches and parasites. And they considered me to be their cash cow. Okay? And so, I mean... It's indicative of what has gone on in the industry. It's just got a fancy face. I was listening recently to Leola Brown, who's Bobby Brown, the, the icon, legend, Bobby Brown, R&B singer, Bobby Brown, who was married to Whitney Houston. And she has a channel on YouTube. And, you know, I subscribe to that channel. And I would recommend that everybody subscribe to her, her support um, Leola Brown. But, um, yeah, she was talking about Whitney potentially. I mean, the, la one, the last video I saw, she was saying that Whitney was actually born in order to be given to over to the industry from birth. This is what wow. is coming out at the moment. And they said that she was raped at the age of 12 mm. by... Um, shockingly by her mother and a pastor wow i mean the stuff that leola and she said it in a way which was not designed to humiliate or to bring down sissy houston who is the legend in her own right the mother of whitney houston who's a great singer herself she she told this testimony of something that Whitney Houston, the legendary, amazing, iconic Whitney Houston, who she states categorically was murdered. Um, she was attacked, she was murdered, her face was busted, that's why she had a closed casket in her funeral. Um, wow. But the testimony that she gave was indicative because if you look at um, many of the icons backstories now she's saying that Whitney Houston was raped at the age of 12 and um, it's why she indulged in drugs and stuff like that um, but, but she was clean at the time she died 
she made that clear. But if you look at the backstory of Aretha Franklin, she was raped at the age of 12 and she actually was pregnant and had a child at the age of 12. Yes. And if you go throughout the, um, the entertainment industry for many of the icons and people that have graced our, our screens and, and, you know, just done so much amazing music, you'd be you'd be shocked to see how many of these people have had tragedies you know that have never received justice they've been cash cows performing seals like people in a circus a lot of these artists this is why prince went on to write the word slave on his face um james brown's son has been talking about what happened to james brown there's the story of Jackie Wilson. That's another horrific story. That, I mean, you go throughout the ages and you'll see that there's something wrong. And I'm, I'm showing up to tell you that something's wrong. And I want to share with you because talk is cheap. I could sit here and tell you that they're doing X, Y, and Z to me. However, if I show it to you, that's a completely other thing because it, it, it's undisputed. Once you see the evidence of what they are doing to me, and I'm not a known person. You know, there are people that know about my case um, because my shows are, are very, very uh, famous, Dancing with the Stars, You Are What You Eat, 10 Years Younger. And, you know, I see these people, I'm on Twitter, and the woman who's claiming my money and pretending my work is her work, Gillian McKeith, she's on Twitter, ca carrying on like she's a humanitarian. Meanwhile, I have to appeal to the public uh, to help to basically save my life while she's got my money in her bank account. You know, this is the kind of people that we're dealing with. We're dealing with absolutely mindless horrific people they have one face for the public and a lot of these people they'll do anything for fame anything to be given some props in that industry that's how they validate their lives i'm a spiritual being i don't need other people to validate my life the most high gave me my life just like all of you and and all of them and i don't need that industry to validate my life they're living off my labor and that's the point and not only are they living off my labor they're actually terrorizing me and they're trying to murder me so that i never get a penny from my own hard work my hard grafting and i also i want to share with you last time i shared with you tony farrell so today I want to share with you some other things that are really, really important for you to, to um, get a, a very clear understanding of the magnitude of this injustice. Yes. Right now, I want these people to leave me alone. I don't want them following me to where I move to. I don't want them drilling into the gas. I don't want, because this is what they're doing. They're weaponizing public services in order to take people out under the guise of public safety. They engineer all these false flag situations to take people out. And it's got to stop people. You are the court of public opinion. 
because right now the judiciary is completely corrupt. It's riddled with corruption from back to front. There nobody in those institutions right now that are actually practicing any form of law. And when I show you what I'm going to show you, you're going to see it firsthand. The reality is justice is closed if you're not into these cults, covens, because we're talking about witches, satanic, evil, wicked people, people that have been taken over. They've sold their souls. And so they don't have a conscience of what they do. They don't have no conscience. They don't have no no remorse you know the only thing is is that they like to keep it covered up so that they can continue their reign of terror amongst people towards people you know exploitation and terror that's the number one game that these people are in but they don't like to be seen they don't like people to know what they're doing they like to do it in the in the shadows they operate in the shadows and the thing is the reality is it should be really me targeting them for my money because I haven't done anything to them. They owe me. They owe me money and they're literally terrorizing my life because they owe me money. And they're trying to murder me so that they can continue living lavishly off my estate while I literally am on the street. This is what they, that's the end game. Destitution or death, that's their end game for me. And my life was given to me by the Most High. They don't have the right to do any of the things they're doing. They know this. And my message to them is back off. Leave me alone. I've said it over and over and over again. How many times do you have to go to court and win? How many times do you have to tell people to leave you alone? When you tell people repeatedly to leave you alone and they don't, you know that you're dealing with some sick individuals. Sick individuals. They're using track and trace technology to track people. I know sisters that are chipped in ways that are just... I mean, who gives these people the right to do this wickedness? Who gives them the right to treat people in this manner? They have no right. They have no right. This is why... It's the court of public opinion now that has to take the information that I'm sharing with you because it's not my life alone that you're, you're saving. You're saving countless people because if you think it's just me that they're doing it to, this is a way of life for them. Torturing, terrorizing people is a way of life for these people. They do it and they're comfortable doing it. And it's come to the point where we have to take the power back and say, no, you can't treat people like that. I think it's okay. If it's not okay for you to be treated like that, it's not okay for you to, to, to expect people to tolerate your bullshit. I don't want these people in my life. I don't want them tracking and tracing me. I want, me to, I want to get on with my life and I want them to credit and pay me just like any other job. Just like every single person out there who does a job, whether it's between nine to five, six to seven, all night on a contract basis, it doesn't make any difference. Your labor is your labor. Your time is your time. Your property is your property. 
Nobody has a right to terrorize people for our property. And they don't seem to understand this because the UK culturally has been used to bullying their way around the world. They think it's their divine right. They think they have an entitlement because they're bullies and they're thugs. They think they have a right to do this to people. They do not have no right. And this is why I'm bringing this to the world's attention because everybody needs to be making noise about what's going on in the entertainment industry and who is doing it and to stop these people. Stop these people. You cannot go through life terrorizing people for their property. It's outrageous. So I want to start um, sharing the screen. Uh, let me just... Before we start sharing the screen, let me make an announcement really quick. Sorry? Let me just make an announcement. Barry's Weeks, thank you so much for the cash app, but that went to my cash app that I don't have any control over. There's an individual who used to be on the show. We don't talk anymore. She doesn't come on the show anymore. She, she's officially in weirdo mode. So I don't control it because Cash App only works in America and the UK. That's why I took down my Cash Apps and I'm in the process of getting another one. But please, if you can, pull that money back that you sent to me for Lady 7 UK and send it directly to her Cash App, which I'm going to flash uh, the Cash App again on the banner, this is the one you send it to up top. Pound Lady Seven UK. That is so the it's only cash one. Up Lady Seven UK. Yes. Yes. And I mean, it, it should serve as a form of embarrassment to these people that the public are having to take their money to give me because of the billions they have that I, I am old. They don't want to give me one penny. Imagine going 20 years of your life and you work like a dog and not one penny is paid to you. That's outright slavery, people. On top of it, you want to be wrong and strong. So basically, on top of not wanting to pay me, they're trying to murder me. And this is why I'm in this situation. It's sickening to me people is sickening to me it sickens me that these people they've stolen my home they've stolen the contents of my home which wasn't just my stuff because after my mother was killed my mother died under suspicious circumstances they stole her body from the mortuary somebody stole her body from the mortuary i'm talking about some dark sinister satanic evil wicked stuff people this ain't no light thing that I'm telling you. My father died under mysterious circumstances. Then my cousin, and I want you to hear my cousin, because before they killed him, we did an appeal to get the public to help us to get these people to, to stop doing this madness. And since then, they haven't stopped. They've just got worse and worse and worse. So where I want to start, as I did before, I want to show people for who hasn't come, who's coming across me, who hasn't seen part one where I spoke about my journey. Um, I want to start with the poster so that anybody who's new to this 
and shout out to anybody watching this and sharing this. Be prepared to be shocked. Get a bucket and be prepared to vomit your guts out when you hear what I'm going to show you and you see it for yourself. Because this is what is going on in the UK's entertainment industry, but they control it worldwide. It's not just the UK that this is happening to family. This is the UK have control of the entertainment industry globally. So what I'm showing you here is the main usual suspects that are behind the scenes that you don't see. They push out the ones that you want want to see, they want you to see. Meanwhile, the bad ones are hidden and literally organizing terror to terror innocent people, people who have done nothing to them. If anything, I've made these people mega wealthy. You'd think they'd have some form of gratitude. They owe me a public apology, people, for what they've done to me. They owe you a public apology for what they've done to everybody. It's not just me. Okay, so let me first, the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to show for anybody who hasn't, as I said, please watch part one. We'll link it in the description so that you can get some context. So consider this kind of an update, part two update of what's going on. A few days ago, I left where I was. I'm in another space. As you can see, I'm in a different location and so um my main objective is that i never want to ever see these people stalking me again you've had 20 years of my life you've stolen the best years of my life 20 years of my life you've, they've stolen it not just my work my members of my family have died under suspicious circumstances they've stolen my entire life all my work all my revenue and they're refusing belligerently to give me one penny or credit me because they perceive me not only as a resource, but their property. And let me tell you right now, I'm not anybody's property. Let me get that fact out there for anybody who is part of this crime ring who thinks I'm their property. You got it really wrong here. You got it really, really, you're really off on this one, right? I'm not your property. I never have been your property. I want you to get out of my life and leave me alone. I've said it repeatedly, repeatedly. I've been through the courts. I've been through every single form of law enforcement and public office. And I want these people to back off and leave me alone. I never want to see these people again in my life. How much do you want from somebody? You've taken 20 years of my life. You've taken billions of pounds from me. You've killed members of my family and innocent members of the public. And you still want to come for again and again and again. And I'm telling you, back off and leave me alone. Leave me alone. Get the message. Whoever is your ringleader, your master, whoever is controlling you to make you do the wicked things you're doing, leave me alone. Leave me alone. All right? So let me show you. The first thing I want to show you is... Okay, share the screen. Just make sure that I have the, sheen, this, the picture that I want to show you. 
this one can go oops this one can go and that one will remain all right so can you see that what i'm sharing or have i not shared it i don't think i've no, shared it something you have to hear. bear with me bear with me because i'm not used to this program yes yeah, no um, problem okay share screen share works best on a good computer all right share screen let me click the blue and sorry i'm mm -hmm. just trying to click the blue oh boy all right okay so i'm sharing the screen and i have to find the item that i want to share so i want to share this because those of you who've seen it already uh, forgive me for sharing it again but just to give people context of what all this is about it's all about this people all okay. these famous tv shows yep, that see belong it. to me and we're talking vast amount of revenue when you ask why are they terrorizing this woman, it's because of all of this. All of these shows came from my heart, people, came from my labor, came from, you know, these are not things that I worked on in one day and put them out there. These are things I worked on for years. Right. I worked on these things for years. Some of these things were taken from my script, which was called the walk so apart from my multimedia documents so i okay let me start from the beginning just for anybody new just a recap here so i created a multimedia platform and basically got headhunted to attend a meeting and then basically those documents were stolen they were chopped up into all of these shows here that you see. They chopped them into a vast amount of shows and then they put them out. And so basically then they discovered that I'm a concepts innovator. And so they, I went to see a lawyer, Tamsin Allen, from, from a firm called Byman and Partners. And she, she, I, I brought a, a disc with me which had a contract for her because i generally create contracts if i'm going to do business with anybody i will put the contract together and i'll bring it in the disc form or today we're using usb sticks but at that time it was on a disc and basically um to give her the opportunity to to amend anything so if there were any clauses in the contract that i created that she had the opportunity to amend them before signing the contract. And that's generally why I bring the, the disc along, why I brought the disc along on that occasion. Anyway, she stole the disc and then she sold that and created various different things from my script. I wrote a script called The Walk. And on top of the multimedia platform documents that were stolen, from the script, she sold this, which was called The Walk. And it was The Walk was based on a true story of my very best friend when I was a child, Christine. And um, basically, she, she went on an amazing journey in Australia, which was called The Walk, where you give up transportation and you walk everywhere. 
And the story was such an amazing story that I decided to make it into a movie and a script. Um, and so they, Tams and Allen from Bineman and Partners realized that they were selling my first work. And so she stole the floppy disk to get in on the scan. And so wow. then you got the walk from that script, Britain on the move, and it was, they had Australia on the move. They had all different versions of this. They had finished this end of story. In other words, finished the script that I, she stole because she only had part of it. So she sold that. I mean, you're talking about real vulgar behavior, real vulgar behavior from human beings. Uh, and right now they've been lording it over people for two decades. And the plan was to get rid of me altogether to ensure that this, this truth never sees the light of day. And this, what you're seeing in front of you is only, it's, oops, sorry, whoops. Whoops, why is that playing? Wait a minute, wait a minute. This is my other thing. I don't know why this is playing here. Let me get rid of this. Okay. I don't know if you can see that, but I'm trying to get rid of it. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. yeah, that was my network. I'm, 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 they know that I'm in the process of, of launching a network. And so they're trying to stop me having any influence, having, you know, this is a truth and... You see, from their point of view, I'm only alive to, to, to serve them. I'm not alive to feed myself, feed my own family. Hmm. I'm only alive to make them wealthy. And then after making them wealthy, you kill them. And this is what is in the, happening in the entertainment industry. Mm -hmm. It's just come out. Someone's uh, it's come out about the death clause. I don't know if people know about the death clause. I don't know. Are we still sharing the screen? It just popped. It just okay. popped. All right. So what I was showing you there. So then there's there's three. Then there's another set of documents that were stolen after the first multimedia platform was stolen. That was turned into Strictly Come Dancing, Dancing with Stars, You Are What You Eat, 10 Years Younger, a multi multiple of shows. Then they stole my floppy disk, which had my script and movie script and, and uh, book, and that was sold to all the networks. So then comes another lawyer and says, oh, I need the originals. And so that, the originals, because they wanted to prove that I was the creator of all of this stuff. So then they asked for these, me not realizing what was going on at the time, produced these originals, and they had work on there that was not on the first two things that were stolen. So then we had another set that got stolen. And then basically from that point onwards, it became a vicious, vicious, violent. I mean, we see what these people do in countries. So imagine what these people do in Africa and India and all around the world to get the resources. They have been doing that to me as an individual. They basically put a whole operation around me as if I'm an oil well to get anything I create because they realize I'm a concepts innovator and I create things that are not 
out there you know the concepts that i come out with are generally not stuff that's is uh already um out there and these right. are people who who they don't have the ability to create they have the the manpower they have the uh you know networks and facilities to be able to put things on tv or movies or whatever but they don't have ideas they don't have concepts fresh ideas so what they do is they find people like me and it's not just me they find people like me and we become a human resource just like an oil well so they'll violently violently i'm telling you this is not just kind of secretly creeping around this is violence on levels that i'm going to show you where they kill people just to continue to pillage and torture people so that they can get what i create and sell it this is what is going on in the uk and it's got to stop because they're killing innocent people to to keep this scam alive and it's got to stop people it only stops with the people there is no justice and that we get ourselves justice we have to get ourselves justice if you think that these people are going to do the job that they're supposed to do and put these people behind bars in order to stop them unless there's a public outcry to stop it it will not so let me try to share the screen again and i want to share with you Okay, the next thing I want to share with you are my courtroom audios. I'm going to play my courtroom audios, or at least part of it, so that you can see that I won my case and you can get a, a flavor for how massive this is, okay? Then as I go down the line, you'll get an understanding, an understanding, an overstanding of why they have gone to the extremes that they've gone to kill, to try to kill me. They've killed my, members of my family. They've tried to terror. This is outright terror. Outright terror to a woman that has done absolutely nothing but make them wealthy. I've never retaliated. I've never done anything. I've basically said, leave me the fuck alone. Fuck off and leave me alone. Excuse my language for anybody. I don't mean to offend anybody. But right about now, these people need to be told to go, get the hell out of my life. And these are people that don't seem to be able to hear it. They don't seem to be able to hear it. They don't want to hear it. They want to continue and continue and continue. These people are, they're possessed. So anyway, I'm going to share again share the screen now let me make sure that i've lined up the right video so that you uh what video is that okay not that one video is that uh i'm not even sure what the, all right i know what that is what video is this so I'm just making sure that I get the videos so that it's lined up. Otherwise, when I share the screen, you won't actually see it. So, right, I've got it lined up. And so now I have to go back to you. Find you, Lance. I don't know where you've gone now. Wait a minute. I've got to. Are you still there? I'm here. I just had the button muted for the, for the audio. 
just in case I sneeze or something. So sometimes I forget you hear dead, dead silence, but I'm right here. Yeah, I apologize for swearing, but I, I'm, I've had enough, man. This is 20 years, 20 years of this. I never usually swear on anything, but I've had it up to here. Today, when I saw the guy film outside taking pictures, I thought, no, you're not doing this to me again. I've made it very, very clear that you people leave me alone and you come in again with this. Wow. No, not again. These people have to be removed from my life and everybody's life. They have to be made to know you can't treat human beings like this. So right. let me see if I can find where you are right now. You are here. So here is share screen, share the screen, and I pull up. Okay, now it's not showing me the video. I should, when you share the screen, it should automatically. Um, should down below where I can see it. Put, put the item into the, the area. But wait right. a minute, we'll, I'm not. I'll see it, and then I click it, and it opens up. All right, sit, work. One second. I've got the item here. Okay. Uh, what is this one? I've got the item here in front of me, Lance, but for some reason, I am not seeing it. When I go into your, it should show the link, should it not? Okay, you're trying to open up a link where you have a screen that's already it's, open. It's on YouTube. Should I co I'll copy the link and I'm going to email it to you and then you can open it. Can we do it that way? Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to open the link. And I'm going to email it to you now. Sorry. Okay, why isn't it? All right, do it again. Sorry about this, people. Excuse me. I'm just trying to, because this is really important. What I'm sharing with you is critical. You need to right. see to get some context to this. Uh, right, there's the link. All right. All right, so I've sent it to you now. See if you pick it up. Okay. Because I Check. can't seem to share it from my end. In fact, what I'll do is I'll just copy all the links and then send them to you, and then I'll give you the order in which you should open them up. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, it might be a case of, like, for videos and things like that, it doesn't allow you to share Right. Stay with us, family. Get a chair, get a nice hot cup of herbal tea, something tasty and delicious, and just watch this, what I'm showing you. I'm going to show you something so that you are completely made aware of what is happening in the entertainment industry and how horrifically they are abusing people. This, is, this, this kind of abuse is off the charts. And so when you see someone like Leola Brown talking about Whitney, you have to ask yourself why such a thing is happen happening. It's because mm -hmm. nobody's ever pulled them up on it. 
most of the people who they go after, they're either dead, they're not here anymore, you know, and so it's a crazy situation. So we need the public to get behind this. This is how we create change, people. We create change by people coming forward, telling, and there's a lot of people telling their stories right now. Right now it's off the charts. I don't know if you've seen, but there's a lot of people talking about the entertainment industry now, like never before. It was always people talking here and there, but now it's in the it's in the magnitude. And so that's a good thing. It's a good thing because the end game has to be that they recognize they have to change. Right. Has to be. So, Brother Lance, I don't know. Can you still see me? Because I've got yeah, yeah. this thing I have. in front of me. Let me see if I'm going share, share screen. Uh, let me see if I, I, got I, I can share it now. You have it? Yes. Okay, so let me, I have something in front of me, but I don't know how to, not now. Okay, let me know if you this. This is my courtroom audios, people. Can you full screen it? All rise for the judge. Humphrey. Just one second, um, brother. Um, the judge that you saw. Sorry, just to give people some context. The man with the white hair in this, in just before, that was Judge Pumphrey that ruled in my favour. That Tony Farrell, who spoke on the last video that I I shared with you about now this is a website called didtheydie.com i don't know whose website that is but this judge was pronounced dead at the time that my case was to start the criminal trial because there were two aspects to the case there was the civil and the criminal side so the civil case um, went before him and multiple other judges and as i've explained no defendants turned up to court no defendants um, defended the claim. I came along with nine bundles of evidence, 14 witnesses who also all produced evidence and they're all professional witnesses. And when you consider that all of these people participated, the, the, the people that were being accused, none of them showed up. They never defended it. I showed up with irrefutable evidence, contracts that they signed, and I'm going to show you signed contracts. There was no way for them to get out of this. This judge, you will hear him say this was the best case he'd ever seen from anybody because literally these people were trying to kill me, so it was a life or death, David and Goliath type of situation. I fought for my life and I walked their ass in that courtroom and they never had the guts to show up in the court. What they did was covered all this up. Next thing we knew, the judge was announced dead. Next thing we knew, I reported the barrister that actually was changing because there was a there's a barrister, Brian Nicholson, who you're going to see after this. 
And what he was doing, he's an absolute criminal. And what he was doing, he was taking the official court rulings and changing the, the documentation and giving it to the typists to type up as if it was the official ruling and swapping uh, swapping the real verdict for a bogus one in order to cover up that they were all living off my money. And so I'm gonna let you play this brother Lance so that the people can sit back, pay attention to these people, hear it very, very clearly because this is an education of how these scumbags work. So go ahead, Brother Lance, um, play the video. It's for the judge. That's Brian Nicholson. Uh, the summary of Miss Seven's That's the guy, sorry, just pause for a second. That's the guy that was changing the official rulings to help his guilty, the, the, the criminals get out of it. He's part of the crime syndicate. It's a crime syndicate, white collar criminals. This is the face of terrorism. These are the faces of the people who have corrupted the world right now. He's one of them. So go ahead, brother. Mm -hmm. Her um, treaty has been sold to Endemol, Channel 4, BBC, ITV, NTL, Virgin, Celador, and lots of other companies. Mm -hmm. So just stop for a second, brother Lance. Mm -hmm. What is explained there is that my work was sold to all of those companies and many, many more. So you can continue. The programs which are said to be infringements of copyright or have been based upon the confidential material contained in the Seventh Treaty are at least the games, Strictly Come Dancing, Strictly Dance Fever, Dancing on Ice, You Are What You Eat, 10 Years Younger, Fit Farm, Fit Street, Britain on the Move, Fat Nation, Fat Chances, Make Me Beautiful, The War, In Her Shoes, Diet Doctors, and Cosmetic Surgery Live. That's my affidavits. Those are my sworn affidavits uh, in the court, because basically when I do court cases, I always use affidavits because affidavits are sworn under the penalty of perjury. So generally speaking, I demand that everybody swears an affidavit. If you're telling the truth, you put it in an affidavit because I'm happy to put mine in an affidavit because I know that what I'm talking is facts. And so basically, if you lie in an affidavit, it is prison, all right? So I always use affidavit because at the reality, anybody who is, because you can do just a general witness statement, but an affidavit is a document that has to be, um, has to be notarized by a lawyer or somebody, an official body like a lawyer. It has to be a lawyer, really. I think a barrister can do it as well. Um, but it's under the penalty of perjury. And so what you see is a list of my shows that were stolen in the form of an affidavit under the penalty of perjury, which I wrote myself. So go ahead. 
just so that you get some context to some of the things that you're seeing. Uh, yes, there, there's a magazine which is yes, basically got the front cover. After and that, the, it shows uh, you two magazine covers. Right, so this. This is my work on the front cover after they stole my multimedia um, platform documents. You'll notice it's black people, fitness made easy. Now, my work was to revolutionize how we address health and fitness and well-being in entertainment. And basically, this whole uh, edition of the Time Out magazine was everything that was in my documents was published. After they had such a success, they made the next episode, the next edition, Make Money Fast from Scamming People. They made so much money, they actually put it on the front cover what they were doing. Scams and schemes to scam people. This is the mentality of the people. So go ahead. As we all know, does regard format. No, you can continue. As Oh, just one. You can show her because she's all over Twitter making out she's a humanitarian, while this woman who's pretending to be the creator of my work, Gillian McKeith. Let her be a face be known. Gillian McKeith, if you get to watch this, not this one, the next one. Formats. This woman here. This woman, you are what you eat. If she is what she eats, why does she look like that? Why does she look like that? She's advocating that she is the creator of my work. If she is what she is, why does she look like that? That's my question. This woman has made an entire career on my work, my stolen work. And it disgusts me that she's all over over Twitter, making out like she's a humanitarian. I don't know if we, when she goes home at night, whether she has any remorse for the trauma and the pain and the suffering she's put other people through, just so that she could live a facade. The jig is up, Miss McKeith. You need to give the awards back. You need to pay me my money and you need to shut this down. You need to help shut this down. It's the very least you can do after 20 years of savagery. You're a savage right now. The world will come to know you as a savage for what you've done. You're a beast. You've acted like a beast and a savage just so that you can actually live off my estate. I should not be asking people for money donations on Cash App. You should be putting the money in my cash app that is owned to me because it's not yours. It never was yours. Start by doing the right thing. You've had 20 years of fun. Now the jig is up. The jig is up. This is where we stop you and people like you from hurting other people, Miss so-called Gillian McKeith. Let's go continue. Yes, let me just make another announcement again. Uh, CM said that she tried to send a cash app and it blocked her. Um, there's an error message saying to use a different form of payment. Which one is it that you use? Did you use the one, the old one of mine, or did you send it to hers? 
CM. I'm just asking in the, in the chat room. It should be working. Your cash app. I'm going to share the screen again um, to show across the top. If you want to donate to her directly, there's the cash app across the top. Cash app Lady7UK. Lady7UK. That's the one that you're supposed to. If you, uh, you know, I have it's old. It's interesting. Maybe they're blocking my cash app because the thing is with these people, they, they, they're trying to starve me, make me homeless. They're trying everything to destroy my life so that they can continue living off my wealth. That's what's going See. on right now. So, I mean, there's nothing in my cash app. There's right. nothing. So I will show people the inside of my cash app. Perhaps if somebody can put a pound in there or something, then we can at least see if it's working. Even okay. if it's, you know, a, a pound, one pound, just to see if it's working. Because right now, I, there's mm -hmm. no action whatsoever. So it could well be that they're blocking okay. it. Oh, okay. She put E, Lady 7, uh, K. All right. So no, you that's have the to, money sign. That's the yeah. pound sign, the British pound yeah. sign. Right. So she doesn't have to put the pound sign in there, does she? Because no, she doesn't. She shouldn't. You should be able to just go to Cash App and type in my name, Lady, Lady 7. Okay. Because that way, I guess, they would they would make the transition. Like, say, for example, if I was in the United States, because uh, Cash App only works in the United States and in the U.K., so if I had right. dollars sent it to you, it should convert it over. So you shouldn't have to put um, the pound sign. Just put Lady 7 UK, you know, try it that way. And you probably won't get an error message. But anybody that um, my cash apps, I'm coming out with a new one soon. But the old ones that I have don't send anything to me. Okay. But you've used cash app, right? Yeah. Yeah. When I was in America... And when I got out here to uh, Ghana, I used to use a VPN to cloak myself like I'm in America, but then I got hip to that, so I can't use it. But I'm in the process for the next few days of getting a new one because my old one is hijacked. So I have two of them old ones. For me, don't send anything until I come out with my new cash app that I advertised this week coming in. Um, but for Lady 7 UK, that's the one you want to use to send money directly to so just check and um if anybody can send a small sum just to make sure that it's working i mean i would do it if i was either in the uk or the united states but i can't it doesn't work from accra ghana or anywhere else in the world other than the uk in the united states so that's right. something to know you know I i've never used cash app i've never received anything from cash app before so i'm new to this as well Okay. And so thank you for even trying. I'm so grateful to you, CM. Thank you for um, trying to send me something. It sickens me that I have to even ask, but right. that's the reality. This is what she sent, um, but she used a dollar sign in front. I don't know if it's interchangeable, but she said that that is blocked. So can you try with the, the, the pound sign and see if that makes a difference? Right. The pound sign that we have. Yeah, up up in white, up top in front of Lady Seven UK. But 
if it is blocked, that demonstrates what is going on. This is the level mm -hmm. of evil because they're trying to keep me homeless, stuck with nothing, so that I will literally be on the streets so that it's easy to murder me. Well, I, I'll tell you also on a parallel level, after I had uh, the irritated genie on as a guest, he's well-researched, well-known. He's banned from social media because of his books and his DVDs that are well-researched and exposes uh, lots of things. And last time... That I had him on the show. The time before that, I was knocked off of YouTube for two weeks. Couldn't do anything. When I had him on again, I didn't have him on YouTube. But those same individuals that Kanye West was speaking about, they tried to take my site down. And with my other uh, video platform that I paid for, right, they discontinued and suspended my account at the same time. So all of this stuff is very, very real. Um, I had my tussle on a smaller level. It is not of the same magnitude as uh, Lady Seven because they stole her work and they still try, but they're there. I'm a victim. Has a I'm voice. a victim of, of organized crime and right. exploitation. Um, and this is why it's important because you've got to see the reality is, is that they're protecting terrorists, criminal people that are sla running slavery and they are abusing the victims that's what's going on in the uk and they don't want anybody to know it they're right. literally terrorizing victims so you know this is why we need to get this information out people these right. are the authentic courtroom audios that you're listening to so i really want you to pay attention i wanted to flag up a few things like this woman because right now she's got a lot of followers on twitter and social media and they have no idea what she's involved in. I've never done anything to this woman, but this woman has made her life and her career on, sleep, on stealing from me. You know, and she must know it's wrong. The way that you can tell Miss McKeith, the way that you can tell if it's wrong, would you want it done to you? Mm -hmm. Would you want what has happened to me, what you and your friends have been doing to me, would you like it done to you? If your answer is no, then stop doing it. Stop treating me how you don't want to be treated. So let's continue um, with the courtroom audios. Yes. Thank you, brother. Has value the property. That's undoubtedly true. <clears throat> and certainly by the format Bible, is a document which is um, guarded and kept in safes and that sort of thing. Now, the um, when you're looking at concepts uh, and documents disclosing concepts, the problem is always quite a difficult one. It's usually easier, as I think was said was done, uh, to base the claim primarily in contract and confidence. Um, copyright mm, will probably be something of a side issue. I presented to your Lordship that um, the way that Miss Seven has put her claim, um, even though as a matter of copyright law there may be, there may be, uh, you know, the well, there's no doubt there's a copyright. There is simply no doubt that there is a copyright. That each of the documents produced by Miss Seven is a copyright. I don't disagree with that. And um, the only question, so far as it were a copyright case primarily, the question would be one of infringement. 
but it's better from purposes both of, co of confidence and of contract to look at it as a matter of use rather than one of reproduction. That's the real difference. Um, one of Miss Seven's complaints is that she, and indeed it's, it's reiterated in that paragraph in Mr. Nicholas's letter, mm -hmm. which you uh, rely on. Um, they treated Charlie like a golden goose, then came back to steal more material to sell. While this madness was going on, they sold her name to create a pop band to publicly rub her face in it. And these greedy evil vultures hacked her computers. Do you have anything you wish to say about that? Yeah. Just pause for a second. I want people to see that. Um, there's a blonde girl. So basically, as much as they started stealing my work, they actually even took my name, Charlie Seven, and basically gave it to a European white blonde girl to create a pop band because they realized that I'm a musician. So what they want to do is circumvent you every shape, like everywhere you go, block you, block you, block you, block you. So they give gave my actual identity to a blonde girl. If you go back just one frame, you'll be able to see it. Mm -hmm. uh, that, there you go. Hold on. There you go. Yeah, so that's the blonde girl. They gave the name, my name, to a white blonde girl. In fact, they gave my work to all white, different white uh, people. Dylan McKeith's one person. Then when they realized, oh, she's a musician as well, okay, we'll create a pop band with her name. And they called the album Chasing Victory, a not so tragic cover up. It doesn't get more blatant than that. So in other words, they glorify in the fact that this is a massive cover-up of the level of abuse that they're doing to me. It's sickening. Most it's definitely. absolutely sickening that human beings will go this far. I don't know these people. These people have made me the object of a fixation that has gone on for 20 years. So you can continue. Thank you. These greedy evil vultures hacked her computers. Do you have anything you wish to say about that? Yeah. Um, well, there is, there is one further bit of evidence that relates to um, possible telephone hacking. I think this is. Before you get going anywhere else, uh, what about the Dodo Tour? Uh, that was the exact point I was about to go This is, um, I think, the direct call. Well, I believe I'm correct in telling your lordship that this is only found in... Um, it's in about three witness statements, I think. Yeah, in, in this panic statement, and uh, it may occur in one or two others. But no, it occurs in the Seventh Son's statement, I think. Yeah, or yeah. is... is, and, is, it, is and it's is, also in the Seventh statement. But it's certainly there, I mean, three witnesses at least do. I All the witnesses complained of phone tapping, every single one What's of them. That? Miss Seven's all work which she's done is 
on the very high end of the degree of competence, so far as the preparation of written documents are concerned, who I have ever seen from a litigant in person. I think that's probably right. I mean, this, these are far away the best prepared documents, which I think I have ever seen from a litigant in person. At a particular level of truth, I cannot doubt what Miss Seven says. I cannot doubt that she spent, on the material available to me, that she spent three days, three months, I'm sorry, in her. Can you hear it? I say it is quite clear from the evidence that Mr. Tapp and Mr. Nicholas were sent to court on the 12th August to make an application to a judge. They so basically, this, uh, the last section was very crucial because they said, as on a particular level of truth, I cannot doubt what I told him. Bear in mind, none of these people turned up to court. All right? Didn't produce any rebuttal, no defense, nothing. How is it possible that somebody takes people to court brings evidence, witnesses, they don't turn up to court, they don't de de uh, defend the case, and how is it possible that a case would go in their favour after I've already won? How is that possible? Explain that to me. It's called cover-up. Next thing we knew, the judge was dead. The judge clearly said, if you listen properly, rewind it, he said, these are the best documents he's ever seen from a litigant in person. The best written documents he'd ever seen in his, his whole career as of 30 years of being a judge. Because I was in a David and Goliath situation. There was no way I could lose that situation. I had so much evidence on them and they knew it. And this is why it's so important. Now, I don't know how much of the, the actual audios are left to listen to, Brother Lance. For three months, I'm sorry, in her house, for the reasons stated in the letter. So what he's saying there is that I had to go in hiding prior to this court case because the case was due to be heard <coughs> on the 7th of July. No, it was due to be heard in July of 2005. Sorry, let me drink some tea. Yeah, so the case was due to be heard in July of 2005. However, what happened was the train was blown up on the 7th of July. And at the exact same time I was supposed to be in court. And... A man who had my same family name was shot seven times in the head. But I basically knew that was going to happen. I alerted a lot of people that it was going to happen. And this is what Tony Farrell was referring to when he gave his testimony in regards to why he put this report together. Because it has linkages to what took place 
they basically didn't want this case to go ahead. And these people engineered to blow up the place, kill people, to hide and conceal massive corruption in the UK. And that's the truth. And this is why the judge said, I cannot doubt what I said, because obviously he realized that it was these same people that engineered and orchestrated to kill people on the 7th of July in London. And the judge realized it. And so we're talking massive corruption here, people, on a scale that is unfathomable. Now, the, the funny thing about it, there was a case with Emron many, many years before, and they did something similar when they were about to be um, rumbled for corruption and organized crime, they pulled the same stunt. And they, what they're doing is they're weaponizing, uh, you know, court cases and all of these things to terrorize people so that they don't have to have accountability. And it's got to stop people. It's got to stop. So just continue. Thank you, brother. Oh, sure. I say it is quite clear from the evidence that Mr. Tapp, Mr. They stole my medical records, which is what you're seeing in front of you. Because it, sorry, just to give context to what you're listening to and what you're seeing in front of you. Um, in order, quite often, they try to label people um, <clears throat> and give people, in order to make it look like you have no credibility they actually will go as far as trying to create a profile on you so what they did is they stole my medical records in order to try to create some profile of me being other than i am and sadly for them everybody that i encountered um complimented me on my expertise and my credibility and my competence and my the brilliance of my work and so they couldn't even dare to make anything stick that wasn't gonna stick so they basically stole my medical records and it's something that they do to people just general people that they target they steal their medical records because what you're talking about you're talking about people that are obviously mentally um, unhinged to do the kind of things that these people do. These are people are unhinged, they need help. And what we are seeing, these unhinged people are falsely labeling other people with the complaint they have themselves. This is what's going on. Go ahead, um, brother. Oh, an but also, failure, um, whether the failure was intentional, um, very unclear whether this was willful or simply reckless. No, no, it, it's quite clear that it wasn't. If He's trying to make up some reason that doesn't exist to try to get the judge to get rid of the case. That. It's, this is a deliberate non-compliance. We've got two people trying to comply. Knocking on Mr. Justice Blackburn's door. So, so uh, one second, let me just explain what you just heard. Whilst, um, just before 
the atrocities that took place in London, I had notified various people because I become I became aware of what was about to happen. And basically nobody would do anything about it. So I ended up having to go into hiding for three months. And so whilst I was in hiding, representatives went to court to let the court know what was being done to me because obviously they had planned to kill me. And uh, this man <coughs> is saying that uh, at the time that people went to uh, the court on my behalf was me not complying in some shape or form, which was bogus rubbish because actually the courts were notified. This is a, a letter from my hospital, the doctor's letter, to, because I had a GP that had happened, the same thing had happened to his daughter. So he knew everything. When I went in there and I said, my work has been stolen and I'm being followed, I'm being stalked. This GP knew exactly because he said it had been done to his daughter. So basically, during the court case, um, they wrote to the courts, and that's what you're seeing. They wrote to the courts <clears throat> to inform them that my life was in danger and that I was being followed and that I was in hiding because of the fact that these people were try trying to kill me. These GPs actually wrote and informed the courts of this. And so when that happened, other people went to the courts as well to let them know what was being done to me. And then eventually the, the police reports were filed and that was how I actually got, was able to leave my house. Sorry, got a frog in my, my throat. That was how I actually left my house and was able to attend my court hearings and whereby I won, which is what you're listening to. So go ahead, brother, thank you. It's been gone on to exhaust you, then. Um, my Lord, I won't uh, present uh, no, no, because uh, I that point, if you, again, if you forgive me for saying so, it's more or less unanswerable. And the, um, uh, Mr. Nicholson, you can try if you like, but there won't be an awful lot of patience. Because I think, to be quite frank with you, I mean, the answer whether the failure was intentional must be resolved in favour of Miss Sutton. And this case is about a, I had a thought a year away from trial. This case so is about a year away from trial. So it was a year away from criminal trial. This was in 2006. The criminal trial against them was supposed to start in 2007, which was the same year this very judge was also announced deceased. Now, he says that the case has to be um, resolved in favor of Miss Seven. And of and then obviously, because this is there's two aspects. There's the civil side. So the civil side is in favor of me. And then in 2007, which would begin this criminal trial, whereby these people would have gone to prison. And the only reason they haven't gone to prison is because of the criminality and abuse that they've continued to do and so so those are the audios where you heard the judge say you can rewind them it's resolved in favor of miss seven that is basically the judge 
making it clear that I've won and they've lost. Okay, so we can come out of that now, um, brother. There's something else. I think I shared with you another, um, okay. another uh, video. I can do away with this one, this link? Yes. Okay, let me just So those check. are the courtroom audios, just for anybody who's interested in law or just because this is the court of public opinion. I'm putting this situation in the court of public opinion so that people can see the magnitude. This has already been to court. When I tell you I've already been through the judiciary, I've already been through it and had the resolution whereby they should have said, okay, let's settle and pay this woman. But no, what they said is let's kill her. And so basically I've been battling for my life. This has been, this is the mentality in the UK family. This is the people who, instead of actually saying, okay, we've lived off this woman's estate, we're living off this woman's work and labor. What did they do? They hacked all my, com continue hacking my computers for 20 years. So after this, this has continued, that was 2006. They have continued steadily hacking my machines, stealing all my work. Now they've stolen my home. They've stolen my possessions. They've systematically um, taken out members of my own family so that I will be isolated alone so that they could continue to literally take, pillage everything that I, can, I create for themselves. So let me share with you one more um another video i don't know did i send it to you brother no just that original one you gave me but i don't see anything else okay so let me come out of this a minute i'm just going to see if i can go on to i think what i'll have to do is share you the links so there's a very short video in fact i'm going to skip that one i'm going to go to this video the only thing is, if I share, if I send this video to you, you might not be able to. You might not be able to find the time. It's at fifty-one seconds into the video is where I want you to share share it from. All right. So 51. let me just do this. Just bear with me, um, family. Just hold on while I send this because for some reason it doesn't let me share the screen directly. I'm used to Zoom. It lets me do it immediately, but um, it's a different program and it's probably me not doing it correctly. Um, so, so I'm going to call this video two and have a look. And if you can play it from 50, 51 seconds in, please, brother. Yes. Thank you. We got check. Thank you for bearing with me. It's a lot, family, it's, it's no a lot. And, you know, this is to sort of give people, because a lot of people don't go to court and, you know, they're treated unfairly. But can you imagine you go to court and you should be able to go to a court and get justice inside the court whereby they say, okay, yeah, we did take it. We do do this. Sorry about that. Let me let's settle this with her. But they basically wanted to ensure that I never, for the rest of my life, I never see one penny from my labor. 
Exactly. Not one penny. I have and, it when you're ready. Sorry? See. Yeah, I have it here when you're ready. Let me just... Okay, please share. Yeah, let me just... And I'll give you another video. I'll, I'll start lining the other ones up. Mm-hmm. Hold tight. Let me do the share screen thing here. Just sending you the others. Okay, let me see. Okay, what happened? Oh, okay, I got it. You got it? Yeah. I'm just okay, sending me... you video three whilst you do that. Okay, let me just maximize this. No, this is where it's going to be. I mean, you want to go to the 51-minute mark, correct? Yes, that's right. Can you see, what can you see in it? This only goes up to three minutes. In yeah, it's a very short video, but um, so you want to play the whole video or just? No, I just want to play a couple of. No, it's fifty-one. Let it play a little bit. There should be a building. There should be a building. That's not. These are the people from my case. I just wanted to show 51 minutes in. Okay, this is the of, intro of my show. I just wanted to show 51 minutes, which will show you a building. It's up to three minutes and 15 seconds. It's a very short video. No, it's 51 seconds. Sorry, 51 seconds oh, in. 51 seconds, okay. Yeah, sorry, I apologize. Yeah, there, oh, no, no. we just passed it. So this is... If, if you stop there, these are that's my aunt, um, Marjorie Vital and Ernie Vital. And if you go like one second before, you'll see the building, Grenfell Tower, that they burnt. <clears throat> they burnt hundreds of people alive in that building. And it says hundreds openly mass murdered at Grenfell Tower on the 14th of June. 2017 guilty walk free and my family were on the 16th floor my aunt and my cousin well what's interesting about that is that they made my aunt the poster child of this whole atrocity all over the news it was my aunt's picture that they were parading every time they spoke about Grenfell Tower what was done to these people whereby people threw their babies out of the window they is my my aunt's picture they showed. Let me if you just move to the next second, you'll see my aunt's picture there. That's my aunt. If you look, you'll see she looks like me. And um, this was the same syndicate that done that. And this is what they're doing to us in the UK. They blatantly killed hundreds of people. It's the same people, the same people. And they know that it's the same people. It's the same wicked people who are literally terrorizing us. They're terrorizing people. And it's up to the public to make this information viral let people know what is being done to us in the UK because these people should have gone to prison many, many, many years ago. After that court case, 
they were supposed to go to prison. And they're still walking around, they're still terrorizing innocent people, family, and it's got to stop. It's got to stop. They've got to come to the understanding that you cannot treat other human beings like that and think that people are going to tolerate it and that it's acceptable. May my aunt and my cousin and everybody else in that building get justice. May they rest in peace. They won't rest in peace until the truth is spoken. My cousin and I, we did a, uh, it was a 300 plus page report showing the facts about that fire. They blocked the fire escape so that people couldn't escape. When people tried to run their bath taps, they turned off the water supply. They laced the building in cladding that was basically a lethal uh, substance that they put on the window. Three months before the atrocities, they actually got, they changed the insurers of the building, Grenfell Tower, to include human casualties. This is three months before the actual fire took place. So it was all very much staged people. They planned to kill these people. We've got a report that covers so much of what went down that shows clearly these people were murdered in the, they were massacred in an inferno. It wasn't a fire, it was an inferno. And I have come to witness since then many, many times attempts to do atrocities, further atrocities by digging into gas pipes in the streets. They've weaponized the services. They've weaponized public safety. They've weaponized it. So basically they tell you they're coming to do a gas check for safety, but what they're doing, they're rigging it up to basically kill hundreds of people. They're terrorizing our neighborhoods. They're terrorizing communities. They're terrorizing countries. They're terrorizing our world. And these people have to be stopped point blank period. So I'm going to show, share with you another video. I think I've already sent it to you. I'm not sure. Let me just check. I'll come out of this for a second. And yeah, let me check. You. Yeah, you did. How yeah. much, how long are we into the video now? This particular video? Uh, no, I'm just the video that we're doing together. Oh, 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 we're at uh, one hour and 34 minutes. Okay. So I've got a couple more things to show you. Yeah, I see the next one. So that it's not too, too long. Because it's a lot for people to digest, but the magnitude of this is something that must go viral. You know, if you want to help us, help this video to go viral so that people know what's going on in this country. People know that the magnitude of the crimes that are being perpetrated against innocent people it has to stop, has to stop. They have to shut this whole program down of literally innocent people. Um, mm -hmm. I'm going to send you. I, I have this other one, if you want me to play it. Uh, what's in the other one? Um, it says urgent public appeal for help to put evil. Yes, that's the one that I wanted you to play. Thank you. Okay, let me share this. Hold on. Now, this is my cousin, 
um, Ernie and my aunt Marjorie that I showed you is my cousin Ronnie's that you're seeing here. That's his mother's sister. So this is my cousin Ronnie and I. They used Ronnie's picture um, as a child during the Grenfell Tower situation, and he was about to sue them because they were using his image and likeness. And basically, next thing I know, he was murdered. So I want you to hear my cousin speak because the dead shall speak. Right. We if know you play you're... it for me, for me, brother. Okay. Everyone, Seven from London here. Today I'm with my cousin, Ronnie. Hi. And um, we're coming today to just update you of some of the things that have been going on. Uh, my cousin is also a witness in my case, um, the case that most of you know that I have been exposing for a while now. And um, in order to stop me exposing it, they have uh, retaliated <laughs> quite aggressively, um, which is to be expected, really. It's a lot of money. Well, they don't want the truth to come out. Yeah, it's a lot of money. And uh, so this is what happens when you have a big case against lots of corporations and you have lots of documentation and also you won, well, in my case, I won a massive case against them. So. Um, the mechanism is to call me a liar, pay people to smear me, think they're trying to, you know, use people to come against me and uh, to, to uh, just try anything and everything to smear me, which is ridiculous. But anyway, hey, liars. Hey, liars. I mean, the treachery that's going on around us right now is off the charts. But anyway, this is my cousin. My cousin... Um, Number one is a witness in my case, but also it was his mother's sister, Marjorie. Um, his mother's sister, Marjorie, yeah, that died in the tower. Yeah, so, and our cousin Ernie as well. Yeah, I'm going to show you a picture of that so that you can see my cousin Ronnie. Let me just do that now. Okay, um, this is a picture um, that's been running in Daily Mail, um, dailymail.co.uk, and if you do forward slash Grenfell mother died, final embrace son. So basically this article um, features our aunt and our cousin Ernie, but you'll see my cousin Ronnie is there. Do you remember this day, Ronnie? But we was on a journey probably somewhere to be the market of what I'd be about 12 years old there. Wow. So just to pause for a second so that people get um, some context. This is my aunt and my cousin Ernie that died in the, the fire. All right. And my cousin Ronnie, who's sitting with me, is in that photograph. Now, Daily Mail and the Associated Press were pushing this picture with Ronnie in it. Now, Ronnie was not in that fire. Why are they pushing a picture of Ronnie in, in relation to the Grenfell Tower, particularly as Ronnie and I sued them in court already and had won? Obviously, they didn't pay us, 
but they're fully aware. All the all the networks are aware of my case. Every single network is aware of my case. And they have been given instructions to suppress it, to make sure nobody in the public ever hears about it. Because it will open a can of worms that will literally sink this crime syndicate overnight. Overnight. So that picture Ronnie was going to sue for because they're pushing his, his image and they never asked his permission. Nobody asked his permission. Next thing he knows, his picture is all over the Associated Press in relation to the Grenfell Tower fire that whereby my aunt, who you can see there, and my cousin, who's very young at the time in that picture, they're all on a trip somewhere. And this picture appears in the paper in relation to Grenfell Tower fire. So we can continue because there's some key things my cousin says um, that I really want you to hear. So go the ahead. Cousin's family said they took some comfort from knowing the 68-year-old seamstress died with her son Ernie Center when he was younger, 50, despite horrific circumstances. Now, Ronnie, did anybody ask you to use your image? Nobody never asked my permission. To so they did a press association with I'm very unhappy about. And they had no right to take my image and sell it all around to the press. I'm very unhappy about that. Mm, it's out of order. Yeah, that's out, yeah. yeah, more than out of order. They never told us nothing about the funeral arrangements, nothing at all. Yeah, they, they no never right told to us about the funeral. I'm not that straight. They don't own me. And they basically have said that they, they own these pictures. So obviously a member of the family um unfortunately have sold yeah so can we fast forward a little bit because this um i just want to get my cousin just because he's gonna speak uh, yeah uh, oh sorry go back tiny bit sorry you shared something just uh i just want to share it this is the picture that became, that's why, can you play it from there? Yeah. Yeah, this is the picture became the poster child of Yeah. And so my cousin is going to speak a little bit about what has happened to us as being run over. and being huddled. Look, seven chairs. They have little kind of things like that you'll see all over my case. It's like a little dig here and there. This is the kind of twistedness. Um, so to let, if we let um, my cousin go back to my cousin sitting with me, because he then speaks. And because he's no longer with us, I want to give him the opportunity and I want to give the world the opportunity to see how wicked these people are and I want everybody in the world, people, send it everywhere in the world. The world has to know what is behind my famous shows. This filth is behind all my favorite sh famous shows that they're creaming off the money for. This evil is behind it. So play, play it, please. Um, 
brother there's an article from may and it's only got it's like it's fixed on that number which i find quite interesting um let me just get their fused, their bodies were fused together. My aunt and my cousin, their bodies were fused together in a bath. They hugged each other as they burnt to death. Nobody's been arrested for this. Can you imagine? It's underneath If you steal a pint of milk, they will arrest you. But you burn people alive in a tower and nobody's been arrested. And the fact that everybody did it. Makes it in final embrace with her son before Tower Inferno fused their bodies together in the bathroom of their flat, and that is our aunt and our cousin Marjorie and Ernie. Yeah, she looks. She looks like me. You can see she's my aunt. The mm -hmm. resemblance is very, very strong. Yeah, she's yeah, her, she had the most the women in the family are amazing here, aren't they? All of the family members actually. So yeah. if we go fast forward, you know, um, I mean yeah. I, I can just a little bit more so that my cousin will speak because he'll tell you what they did to us. So yes. Just let's stop. Oh, sorry. Yeah, so um We've basically um, been dealing with the situation with Hannah. We went and report, reporting, reported, sorry, this man, Richard Hannah, on the 14th of October, um, we went to the Metropolitan Police because this man has literally terrorized me. Not just him, he's part of a whole crime syndicate, which we have termed a seven gate. But um, as many of you already know, and um, sorry, there's something. Yeah, sorry, there was just the phone ringing in the background. I wasn't sure what that was. I'm trying to get yeah, my my cousin to speak because I want to. Is going, sorry, is going people, I would have gone straight to him, but I don't have control um, over this. Slandering in such a horrific way. Let's I'm see if we can go a bit further so that my cousin can speak. Because they've killed him. That's the reason why I want you to hear what he had to say. They tried to silence right. his voice by killing him. They murdered right. him, poisoned him, and then cremated his body like he never existed so that it would hide the fact that he was murdered. They never gave any access to have any inquest. No, um, no inquest. No police came to me, even though he's been murdered. They created a fictitious uh, death certificate like days afterwards. No police came to ask me. I mean, if you've got all of this background going on, don't you think it's logical that somebody will come and, and put the pieces together and see, show that something happened? This is the man, Richard Hanna. Yeah, this is a man who's terrorizing me. He's, He's the black guy in the hustle right, so that's, that's they've made. He says, I didn't bring um, any treatments. So they've if made it about this man. This okay. he's, the, he's the black guy. Remember I showed you Hustle, that BBC made, made, a, picture, uh, made a, a TV drama called Hustle, right. and there's a black guy in it. The black guy is playing this man here. 
And this man is a, a psychopath, sadly. And funny enough, after my cousin was murdered, where my cousin worked, somebody said that they saw him um, hanging around that area. They, they, they gave a description of him being at the scene of the crime of where my cousin worked, just the day after he was murdered. So let's um, go to my cousin again. If we forward this a little bit, um, hopefully we can get my cousin talking again. Cousin talking again. Uh, <clears throat> that's a, actually a very good video to watch because I show you signed contracts. I, I go through what actually transpired. Um, maybe it's at the beginning then because I can't... See, there's a part where my cousin talks about us, what has happened to him. Can you go back to the beginning? One second. Can I come back in a minute? I just need to do something. One second. Yeah, okay. <laughs> this man has going, is going round, literally um, slandering in such a horrific way. And I'm going to show you what this man has been doing. Now, my cousin and I have been through hell. <laughs> hell, like you can't believe it. 15 years of hell. Yeah, 15 years. <laughs> Nearly 16 years of hell. Yes, it will be. It has come to a close. Yes. Yeah, and what, remember what happened to when we tried to report in our time? Oh, they tried to run us over. Yeah. In a black out car when we was on our way to Paddington Green Police Station. Mm. And they tried to run us over mm. under the motorway mm. on the slip by adjoining the Edgware Road in Paddington. Yeah. You and, could forget that. And what happened last mm. night? Oh, I had the helicopters at uh, 10 to 5. I had the helicopter stationed outside my flat. God knows what for. But it reminds me, a few years ago when I went to visit you at your place, I was followed by foot by a helicopter and I waved to them, making them know that I've seen them. Mm -hmm. And on the night of the Grenfell Tower, I had them stationed outside my flat for quite a considerable amount of time, up to three o'clock in the morning. And mm -hmm. funny enough, I heard the Grenfell Inquiry. They also had a helicopter there that was helping to fan the flames to make the flames go even worse on Grenfell Tower. Mm -hmm. There was no coincidences with that helicopter. Well, um, yesterday I had to write to a lot of people because my cousin called me and let me know that the helicopter was stationed. So we were like anticipating. It was definitely made alert because the last time that that happened, mm -hmm. and Marjorie and Ernie and all those other people um, were burnt alive in that tower. You know, they, they sealed the exits. Um, two, was it two weeks before they had yellow pipes oh, running? Oh, I don't remember that. They had, they had dug up a gas pipe and they had yellow pipes. But I put that into the inquiry. Nothing is never mentioned about it. Yeah. Two weeks before the fire, they had, about two weeks, a couple of weeks, something yeah. like that, they had dug up gas pipes and fitted all gas pipes and conveniently covered it so quickly. So that needs to be looked into. Yeah, the gas pipes yes. were run into yes. the building. Thick yellow gas pipes, thick. Yeah. And the building burned down. Yeah. That needs to be looked into the inquiry. Yes, I mean, yeah. basically, 
in the in our report it just covers so much stuff mm -hmm. you know um what there was ss guys found running, running away running they said that they saw guy dressed as ss all in black running away from the crime scene yeah that's just this is Wow. Yeah, and uh, um, there's so much stuff. Anyway, I'll put the report in there and um, so that you can see it. But today what we're going to do is really just address some of the abuse and the harassment. And with the view that we're going to ask some of you to support us to get these people put behind bars because they are guilty of crimes against humanity. And... Um, you know, instead of actually addressing victims and protecting victims, more often than not, these criminals are allowed to basically terrorize victims and smear our names, call us liars. Um, you found the section. I don't know if you heard it while before. But yeah. Did he talk about us being, they tried to run us over? Yeah. Yeah. It. So that's what I wanted to share. I wanted people to see that because it's so important um, for people to understand what but when people say, you know, but why don't they pay you? People that do these type of things generally have no intention of paying anybody. They just, they seek to exploit and use and abuse and they don't, you know, it's only when the spotlight comes on the situation like this and the magnitude of crimes. I mean, I haven't even started about my father and my mother. Um, we're talking about people that are not fit to be amongst the public. And nobody is safe because it's not just my family that died in there. It was hundreds of people. Any of the atrocities that we talk about in relation to this case and or you know the extended uh, atrocities that these people have been involved in, lots of people have been hurt, family. Lots of lives have been destroyed. It's not just my life, you know, it's not just my cousin who's now no longer with us. This is why they are trying to silence me because they want this truth to go away and nobody ever know about it. But the problem is people are in danger. As long as these people are on the, on the loose and allowed to do this, people everywhere are in danger. It's not just me. They could turn up where you live, anybody watching, God forbid. You know, these people are running loose in society and doing whatever they want to do to whoever they want to do from the shadows because these people, they always hide themselves. You never see, you know, they don't have the courage to even go to court and challenge, you know, and, uh, you know, I, I, I brought them to court. They had the opportunity to come there and speak for themselves. They never came. They never came. They had opportunities to stop this situation and they haven't. The only way it's going to stop is when you people say this has gone too far. 
It's only when you people start sharing this information because this is the real side of the entertainment industry that you don't see. You don't see. They manufacturing these atrocities and they're pretending that it is a real event, that a fridge, in, in the Grenfell Tower situation, they said it was a fridge that made that happen. I mean, how ludicrous is, is that? And that same fridge made them block all the fire exits, made them turn off the water supply, made them three months before include human casualties. This was the biggest payout in the history of insurance. They got something like one or two billion pounds for that fire. They had it all planned, people. I mean, if you look at all of the things that took place, like what Ronnie was saying about a gas pipe was put there two weeks before, this was planned. And we're seeing that these kind of things are happening again and again and again. And unless we shut it down, these people intend to hurt other innocent people. It's like they've lost their minds. And it, the, as I said before, I'm only one person. Now, it wouldn't surprise me if they are blocking my cash up because they're trying to starve me. They're trying to make sure that I have nothing. They've stolen my home. They've stolen my possessions. And I've done nothing to these people. These people have been running an absolute horror show, terror operation on me, and I don't even know them. I don't know them. I went to one meeting, and next thing I know, these people have invaded my life and my family's life and other families' life and innocent people's lives. The only thing is, is that I'm bringing it to the spotlight and bringing it to the world's attention. It's up for the world of court of opinion to come forward and let this situation be known, that these people have to stop because they don't seem to understand stop. They don't. You go to the police, and I want to show you how many police reports I have. Let me come out of this for a minute, my brother, because I think my cousin's point was made. Okay. Um, I wanted people to hear and see my cousin because they cremated him like he never existed. Mm -hmm. I mean, who does that? I know. Who does such wickedness to innocent people? They do you no harm? How can they go around life behaving in this manner and think that people are going to find it acceptable? It's unacceptable. It's unacceptable and I will not tolerate them in my life anymore. I've made it very, very clear I will not tolerate them in my life. And so I want to now share with you, I don't know if I can share it, I want to share with you the report. Uh, let's see if it will allow me to. Ah, uh, one second. Uh, Take your time. Uh, there's a report I'm trying to get to. I'm not actually sure 
How do you come out of this if you open the wrong window? Do you know? Just kill the screen that, that you have open, like that particular screen. Yeah, but where is it? Where is there a, to kill it? Is there like an arrow or something? Or just go, does it say on the bottom, invite or pr present? No. Present? No, it doesn't say anything like that. It's still there. It's like, I can see me, but I can, it's like the screen is open in front of it. I, I wanted to open the Farrell report again and to show you one document. I actually have it open, but um, mm -hmm. this share screen doesn't seem to go away. Once you open it, and I'm not entirely sure. Let me just think. Uh, I, it seems like what I'm going to have to do is send you the link and you open it. Is that okay, brother? Yeah. Okay, thank you so much. Okay. So I'm sharing the link right now and hopefully now another another important point people if you go on to the Farrell report and you get a message do not open this link it is because they're covering it up i tried to open it up and it said something you're you uh, do not go on to this link um link because of blah 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 it's all because they don't want you to know what they've done do not be um manipulated by that you know instead of actually addressing so basically i would say it's important to go on to the link share it with anybody you know anybody that you come across that does law send it to people who do law because we need to get this information a lot of people have died over the last 20 years with all of these atrocities and those are only two there have been many you know, and a lot of people have died and lost their lives and they don't know what happened to their family members. And we do. We do. So what we want to do is if we can go on to the, um, it's just, uh, the only way I'm just, I don't know how else to do this. But if you go to um, the, the second link where it says to, uh, main report and then go to the actual uh, Farrell report and click on it. I want to show you there's some things on there that I want to sh for the people to see before we come out of here because you need to understand the magnitude of evil that we're actually dealing with here and it's all to do with stolen TV shows. That's at the root of all of this. All of the evil I'm showing you, this is what is at the root. Covering up that they have been stealing people's rights. Because the thing is, these are people that are doing this, are lawyers. They are in professions that if they get found out of what they've been doing, this automatic prison for them. They'll be struck off the registers and they will go automatically to prison. They know this. So... 
they know that they've gone too far. And if they don't know that they've gone too far, that's even worse. So if we scroll down, brother, and then we, we go, I'll show you the page that I want to show you is there are a number of documents that are key. So if you keep scrolling down and I'll tell you when to stop. Let me see if I can make it bigger then I can see what you're scrolling. Okay, I'm trying to get you to scroll down the actual document. You're scrolling down. Can you scroll down the middle one? Because that's fixed right now. So the, yeah, the I can just click on it. I'll just click on them because you, you can see it better. I click okay. on it. Okay. Yeah, so click. Is it each page? Yeah, just each page. Okay, see, yes. This is so four. If you click, yes. This is five. <clears throat> yeah, that's the contents. You can read the contents, but not now. I want to go to specific few documents that will illustrate what the mentality of these people is and the magnitude. Now, this report has a lot of the documentation of what was in the court, what went before the courts. Some of it is referred to in the court, um, has been featured, sorry, in the courtroom audios of the, the judge speaking. And um, there's a couple of ones that I want to flag up to bring them to your immediate attention. If we keep going, scrolling down, I will tell you when to stop. There is one, uh, I can't see what you're scrolling, you see, this is the thing. Unless you click on it, I can't see it. And um, hopefully, keep, keep going. You will come to signatures of the contracts that were signed for my documents. Um, I, I'd like the audience to see that because that's part of why. Because they signed the documents, it makes them accountable. If you, if you signed, because the, 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 the contracts basically said any form of plagiarism will result in court action any, by any third parties, by themselves, etc. And they did exactly what was expressed in the documents. And obviously, because, because of my color, they perceive that they can do this. So that's, 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 for instance, that one that you just went, go back to the one screen before. No, the one, yes. If you make that bigger, no, 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 stay there. And then, cause we're gonna go forward down. If we can go just, can you make it bigger? Then you'll see the lawyer signature for my documents. Uh, can you raise it up? This was evidence. He signed my contracts. Um, for my documents. They all know that I'm the creator of all these famous shows. And this is why, this is also the motive of why, because they know that I am the owner of all of these works. They've done this level of evil to cover up that they have been living off my works without authorizations or any rights and what they're receiving is the proceeds of crime. So if we go back to the links at the side and if we click them one by one, I will quickly flag a, a couple more things. No, if you go to the next one, not that one. 
that is when NTL, sorry, if you go back up to that one, yes, please. Can you make that bigger? Now, after I went to the meeting, NTL became Virgin Media and they sold. You can see here that uh, NTL becomes Virgin Media. After I won my case, a lot of these companies um, liquidated. They basically shut their companies down and changed their name to try to distance themselves from the case. And that was one of the things that they did. And basically, there was a big merger that took place whereby this company, NTL, which had been reported for many, many, many years before I came along for advocates of theft of people's work. Because I didn't realize that there was a lot of information and evidence which became part of my court case showing that these people had a track record advocating to steal people's material. So if we go back to the side links, please, and then we can scroll down. Thank you. Not that one. Uh, sorry, go back to the other page again, the one just before. Sorry, again. Okay, these are the amount of times they had been reported. If you make that bigger, this is before I came along. They had a track record advocating to steal. And what you're seeing at the side here are all the times, all this list of times here. Can you see just at the side here that they were um, reported by independent people, not just myself, many, many, many people. There was an open letter written about this company being corrupt years before I arrived. So <clears throat> they should have been shut down a long time ago. But by the time I came along, um, they, I suppose because I'm an individual, they just thought I wasn't going to be much of a um, opposition towards their criminal activities. But obviously they weren't expecting me to take them to court. And that has fueled the level of violence against me, um, although the violence before I went to court, that's why I went to court, because they were exhibiting and behaving in manners that were violent. So let's go to at the side again. Sorry, um, I'm just pulling up things from the court case. Can you just go to one link? Okay, now this is very important. Can you make this bigger? This is very, very, very important, this... Now, this is Jim Manson. He's one of the the people in the court case. You'll see that he gave me his card. Um, is, it, is it possible to center it a little bit? I don't know if we can do that, just so that people can see really clearly what they're looking at, because this is very critical. Brother, can you hear me? Yeah, loud and clear. Okay, can you slide it so that this is in the center and that we can see it as um clearly as possible so that we can see him and there's a business card as well so if you scroll down a little bit where you can see the bottom of that not just a little bit further up just of that yeah okay so jim manson is an executive producer within television production companies 
Now, what you're looking at is he's pretending to give an eyewitness ter uh, uh, testimony of a terrorist attack. However, it's attack. It's, it's, it's a staged thing that he staged himself. If you look, look down, this is the man in my case. This is the man who stole my work with the rest of the crime syndicate. Can we scroll down a little bit more so we can see what's on the card, brother, please? Okay, so you can see he's actually a television producer and he's pretending to be an eyewitness to a terrorist attack at Glasgow Airport in, the, in, in Scotland. He says, if you scroll at the side a little bit so he, we can read the writing that's towards, the, towards my left, just under his picture. No, no, no. Just if we move it a little bit to the side because we, it's partly cropped off, you can't really read. No, the other way. Yeah, that's it. So if we can scroll a bit down further, bring it down so that I can see the picture as well and the audience can see the picture because it's concealed at the moment. Yes. Oh, you've lost it. <laughs> if we go yeah, back up to it. Big. It's, it's amplified um, so big that when I scroll it just barely, it jumps. Yeah, really it moves very fast, doesn't it? I know. So if we go back up to the other slide, you'll get back to it. Or you go, if you just okay, go I'm gonna back have up. To minimize this because it's, it's amplified at 400%. Very hard to move the cursor that gentle. Okay. Okay. So can you scroll it? it I'm just, yeah, there it is. There it is. There, there it is. So we want it to stop there and we want to make it bigger this is very important because we've been i've been talking to you about atrocities that took place these atrocities people were all staged by this man here and his syndicate and this is an yet another one of him pretending to be an eyewitness to an event that he staged just the same way they create drama series like um uh, what do you call, what's a, a, a TV soap opera, like ER or any of those TV soap operas, The Bill or any of the soap operas, wherever you are in the world, right? This man is in the business of making TV shows and he's creating false atrocities, pretending that it was a Muslim terrorist attack and he's doing it himself inside TV network and that's why I want you to make it a little bit bigger so that we can read what it says then people can see the magnitude of what we're talking about here they're misusing television networks and production companies to do this people they're faking these attack, uh, uh, um, terrorist attacks they're actually murdering people and then they're framing it on innocent people saying that it was a Muslim that did it. Meanwhile, it's them. It's a big game that they're playing. Now, is there any way you can make this bigger? Because it's not all, we can't really see it, really. Say it again. Can you make it bigger so we can actually oh, yeah. see? Yeah, if you click it at the top, it should make it, yes. We might be able to go again. Just one more. Oh. Were you able to scroll at the side? 
the cursor at the side so that we can, yes, that's better. And then if we scroll the other one down a little bit, that's the problem, isn't it? You don't have a touch screen, do you? Oh, yeah, I could do that. If you've got touch screen, you can pull it up by your hand. It might be no, better than using... It's my other computer, but this is not. Oh, okay. Maybe yeah. the arrows. Can we use the arrows to go down so that I can read what is... Yeah, but it's back up bigger than ever before. So when you touch the arrow just a little bit, it jumps huge. Even the arrows that are going down, the keys on the computer... Oh, you want to touch the arrows like that? Okay, no problem. Yeah, yeah. They make it, They it doesn't jump that way. If you just touch, um, the arrow will allow you to do it slowly in increments rather than a big jump at the same time. So if you just click the arrows going down. Yeah, it's not responding. Um, it's not it's responding? Not no, not responding. Okay. So if you take it a little bit slow, smaller then, then perhaps I'll be able to show the audience that way. Bear with us, audience. I'm trying to get you to see this because it's so important what I'm showing you here. Really, this is a criminal case of magnitude. These people should be in jail for what they've been doing. They're killing people and they're faking all these terrorist attacks and they're doing it inside TV networks. And I need you to see this. So scroll it up, please. Yeah. Scroll up. We're going to have to do. Oh, have we lost it? We're going to have to do a part two to this because my electrician just let me know he's going to be here in 15 minutes and we have to. Okay. I nearly finished anyway. It's not that much more that I want to show you. So if you can just. Um, maybe if we go onto the side links, you know, the links where it shows the pages at the side. Yeah. Then we can. Yeah. Well, let me, let me shrink this down so we can see it properly. Yes. That's better. So shrink it down and just big enough so that I can read it. No, we're on another page now. We still need to go to the page where he is. Oh, no, it's above. It's above this one. Yes, that's it. The thing is, is that I'm trying to read the bit that's beside the business card underneath the image and also show the people what they're looking at because this is an airport and it's a staged TV show and they're making it, making the people, so they're abusing the news. They're using the news and staging these attacks and telling the Joe public, the everyday people, that this atrocity happened at Glasgow Airport. If you could bring it down a little bit, then I can read it to people. I can't see it again. I know that it's quite difficult to navigate, isn't it? So yeah, you're going down and I need to read what is underneath the guy. Is it difficult? Yeah. Can well, you click on the, yeah. If you click, it, it's it's basically the, the, the link above. The link above. Or the page, the page above. Yeah, the page above where the guy was. I just wanted to read what is written underneath his picture and show people the picture big enough so that they can see. It says, television producer Jim Manson was only 50 yards away when two terrorists tried to blow up the airport. Now, this you will see it's all fake. They're doing it inside TV networks. I, when I was doing my court case, 
I discovered that there was a case of a television producer. This is what they do. They actually, um, there was this case where this man wanted to get ratings, so he was paying people to carry out all these mad scenarios so that he would get ratings, and they were doing it themselves. This is what this man has been doing. I've watched them doing it for two decades, people. And this is a mammoth crime against humanity. And he knows that I know that that's what they're doing. Obviously, it was part of the court case. This is why there's a report. This report is massive. This is why in the last one, when you heard Tony Farrell speaking, this is what he's talking about. So if we go down now, if, oh, well, I don't know. Do, can you see that it's an airport? You can go on to the Farrell report yourself. Don't worry if it says to you, oh, you are at risk if you open this. They just don't want you to look at it because they know that if you look at it, you're, they're going to prison. If enough people look at it, they're in trouble. And that's what they're afraid of, you know. But why can't you do, why can't they behave in a way that is is respectable to other people? You know, why abuse people and be scared about going to prison? You know, you're terrorizing people. What do you want people to do to live with your terror? Anyway, so let's go to um, scroll down on the links on the pages at the side. That's my script. That's Tamsin Allen. Her company organizes the, the terrorism. It's called Byman and Partners. It's actually blatantly, if you see the website, it's blatant, but we can do that another day. Scroll down to the next page. Scroll down to the next page, please. Thank you. Ah, that's the one I want. Can you make that bigger? Look at the reference. Look at the reference. When they knew what I was going to sue them for my work, look what they wrote to me. I need to just make it bit lower so that you can read the whole thing oops oops dead can you see that people which legitimate lawyer would send a reference saying dead can you see that brother yeah yes dead that's what he wrote to me and my cousin and what's happened to my cousin he's now dead because I wanted to be paid for my work, this is what these people have done. And for 20 years, we have been under the most extreme violence from these people. Can we see his name properly? It just says Charles and you can't see the whole thing. We need the world to see this. We need the world to see these people. There's my name, Charles Seven that they gave to a blonde girl to humiliate me. I've done nothing to these people. I just wanted to be paid. Nothing more, nothing less. I've never gone to their houses. I know people that if they did one fraction of the things they've done to me and my family, they would have taken these people out a long time ago. Am I wrong, brother? Am I wrong? There are people out there that, with this kind of violence that they've done, there's no way they would have tolerated it. For 20 years, two decades, 
I have been on the receiving end of these people's violence on a level of obsession. I've done nothing to these people but make them very, very wealthy and I've asked for my cut from my own labor. This is not their labor, this is my own labor. They're helping themselves to my money, they're helping themselves to my estate and me asking to be paid has resulted in all of what I'm showing you right now. All of what I'm showing you right now. If that doesn't make you want to vomit by now, I don't know what will. Let's scroll down, brother. I'll show a couple of more things and then I'll sign off. But I'm doing this, people. Please share this video. The world needs to see this. The world needs to know this. If we go down to um, a couple more pages, just on the side links like you were doing. Yeah, I would like to get to some of the photographs. Oh, this is very important. If you can make this a little bigger. that You see the guy I showed you, Richard Hanna, the black guy? This is the, the day that I was invited to the meeting. As I said, this is all from the court case, right? On the 31st of August, 2003, he says, on my command, unleash sales hell. That's with my documents. He says, my name is Maximus, TV program selling us, husband of a murdered career, father of a murdered brainchild. I will have my vengeance in this event or the next. The event he's talking about is the event of me coming to their meeting. This was a conspiracy to use my work in order to carry out a mass vengeance on innocent members of the public. It's written there in black and white. This was what has led to all what I've just showed you. That was the beginning of it. The dude was a psychopath, is a psychopath, sadistic one. And they are fixated in killing people in horrific ways. That's what they're sadistic. And the thing is, they have the opportunity to stop doing these things. But it's, it's going to be the public. The public has to be aware that they're doing this. Once the public is aware that they're doing this, they surely can't keep doing this. There's some form of law enforcement that will have to. If this situation goes viral, they will have to address it. If it's just a few people that send it to their brother and their sister, it's not going to work. It has to go viral. People have to report on what's going on because this is the backside of the entertainment industry. This is when it's gone rogue on levels that is unbelievable. Let's scroll it down, brother. Just a couple more things. I just want to show you some photographs. There's a section of photographs of what they did to my house. You know, they poisoned my water supply. Uh, I want to get to those photographs so that you can see some of the things that I've lived through. And these people, this guy, another guy, Jeffrey Beinman, he's as well another person. He has to stop. He's a wicked man. He has to stop. They have to recognize you're hurting people. He knows he's hurting people. You can't kill people and not know you're hurting people. But somehow something has to sink into these people that what they're doing is wrong. 
and it's going to take a public outcry to do it. If we scroll down a little bit more, people, thank you. Sorry, um, maybe by the, it might jump. This is another man, Derek Rosenblatt. He's another man that is involved in this game, this Truman Show game of killing innocent people and laughing in their offices while they rake in money and they create terror and trauma, people not knowing what happened to their loved ones. It's these people, family. It's these people. Hand on my heart. It's these people. And the Most High has commissioned me to tell the truth. I'm not telling the, I'm not telling the truth to harm nobody. I'm telling the truth because that's the only way we're ever going to heal from this situation. We're never going to get healing from this situation unless the truth is known and these people are stopped. Somehow, the public knowing who they are might just make them recognize that they have to stop. Stop stalking me. Stop following me. I have a right to live in a house. Just because you're living off my money doesn't give you the right to continuously take 10, 20 years of my life, 20 years is enough. Derek Rosenblatt, 20 years is long enough. You need to get out of my life. Stop sending people to stalk me. Leave me alone. Leave people alone. Leave everybody alone. Stop taking your violence out on other people who have done you no wrong. I've done you no wrong. I've made you wealthy and you've tortured and terrorized my family for 20 years. Continue, my brother. Thank you for doing this, because these people need to be seen. The world needs to be seen. See the faces behind these atrocities that are going on. You need to see it. There's so much I can say about what is in front of you, but there's no time. So let's go down to the photographs. If you can go a little bit further, you will see Maybe a little bit faster, you will start to see some photographs um, outside of my house when they poison. No, keep going. Keep going. I will tell you when. Okay, this is when they open. This is important. Can you make that bigger? Perhaps. This tells you the mindset. Let's see if we can see it. It says the success of Strictly Don't Come Dancing sparked off extraordinary scramble for the foreign rights of the show. And now audiences around the world have become immersed in the final parts of ballroom dancing and all different kinds of dancing. It's taken me complete by surprise, said executive producer. There's many of these producers that are also now dead who were involved in the sale, like Sarah Mulvey. She was one of the people that commissioned to sell my work. And um, she, I think initially she went along with it. And then at some point she didn't want to play the game anymore, it appears. Um, anyway, so let's scroll this down. And they opened Channel 7. They said that it was so, it was so, uh, uh, so successful that we had to flag it and uh, um, put it on Channel 7. But they, this was just their way to let the world know that it was me behind it all. So uh, 
if you go down that's a newspaper article that was to cover it but they put a different woman on the picture because they didn't want anybody to know it was me if you scroll down this that that's quite important as well that it was 20 million they got a 20 million hit that's just in the first year in the first 2004 so can you imagine after 90 20 years that's one format there's literally hundreds of formats that they've made from me it's i mean it's countless i don't know how many formats they've made for me but it's a lot people so talking a vast amount of money and that's why all this evil is happening so let's scroll down a bit more we're on page 76 yeah so there's some photographs you've just gone past it we got two, we got 240 some, more screens we were only on yeah it's, it's when you get to stop stop yeah, you just, come back, you just, just yeah, go yeah. up a bit more and then we'll finish from there brother trust me he's here it's now little, sorry so we have to continue this another time the time is the time is up i have to go because oh, okay i just wanted to show to you we're just literally on it but it's okay so let's come out of this and i want to say thank you to you and thank you for the audience for staying so we're going to do a part three family please please share this it's not just about my life and what's happening to me and what's been done to people it's about your lives as well because everybody's in danger if they don't stop these people they're crazy you know so i'm sending my love to you brother lance everybody watching thank you seems that they've blocked the cash app because they don't want me to eat they don't don't want me Do to live paypal is that is it available? paypal is that available in the uk paypal is yeah there is um well, let's see if we can do that. Um, what you're going to have to do... I'll, I'll give you a PayPal. We'll have to do another one. But that is yeah. indicative. To We're going to have to get PayPal for you and probably just secretly do it, and then we put it out. And I can, I can put it out discreetly in this name. Yeah, and they can they're blocking me, definitely. They want me to starve to death. How wicked is that, people? Have you ever seen anything as wicked as all this? All you people living off my money. I shouldn't have to go to the public for money. I worked for that money. I worked for it. And people who have worked for other people are now wanting to donate to me. You should be ashamed of yourselves. You did all this? Brother, thank you so much. Thank you to everybody. Yes. Please, people, put the back off sign back off leave me alone leave me alone back off that's my message don't come where i live it's all cameraed up i've got cctv cameras everywhere every single person that comes anywhere near that acts any suspicious we will post you up on social media i will post your face up on social media please don't send any more cars following me because i will expose it thank you brother okay thank you thank you so much sorry i had to cut it short but that's run. okay you can see this later so, on thank you everybody um and look out for the following parts stay mm -hmm. safe family spread the word seven gates the horrific case of lady seven yes okay Take care, everybody Take peace care. out thank you right. thank you <laughs>